Bismillah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuruhi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina. Man yahdihillahu falamudilla lahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallah. Adahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. We continue with the, the lines of poetry, Al-Manhaj Al-Haq, by Shaykh Abdurrahman Al-Sa'di, Rahimahullah. And we have reached line number 11, from 65 lines of poetry. Here, Shaykh Abdurrahman Al-Sa'di, Rahimahullah, the Mufassir of the Qur'an, Al-Allama, he says, علي على ذاتا وقدرا وقهره قريب مجيب بالورى متودد. Now we mentioned this yesterday, but just to recap, just to recap and go over it, he says علي على ذاتا وقدرا وقهره. So Allah Azza wa Jal from His name is Ali. Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah, وَهُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْعَظِيمُ And he is Al-Ali Al-Azim. The highest and the exalted. And this ism, this name proves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above his slaves. وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ عِبَادِهِ Another proof. Allah says he is the Qahir, the compeller, the one who has authority over his slaves. Nobody can escape the kingdom of Allah. Aina tadhabun. Where are you going to go? Even if you were to run, you are going to run towards Allah. As Allah mentions, Allah. So run towards Allah. You will not be able to run away from Allah. So run away towards Allah. You will not be able to hide because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His knowledge encompasses everything. His knowledge encompasses everything. So that the proof of Allah Allah is above. Shaykh Sa'di rahimullah he mentions three things. He mentions above in terms of qahar authority above in terms of Qadr, status and honor, and above in terms of that, his essence. In terms of Qahar, Allah, we mentioned the verse, وَهُوَ الْقَاهِرُ فَوْقَ عِبَادِهِ And he has the all authority above his slaves. Naam. Uh, in terms of Qadr, his status and honor, beautiful verse in Surah Zumar. وَمَا قَدْرُ اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ وَالْأَرْضُ جَمِيعًا قَبْضَتُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَالسَّمَاوَاتُ مَطْوِيَّةٌ بِيَمِينِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى عَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ They have not really made a just estimate of their Lord. Wallahi, we haven't. Whatever, كُلَّ مَا يَخْطُرُ فِي بَالِكَ فَاللَّهُ لَيْسَ كَذَلِكَ This Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, used to say this, and Shaykh Muhammad al-Banna, rahimahullah, would repeat it. Everything that you think in your mind to try to, يعني, how Allah is, Allah is not like that. كل ما يخطر في بالك فالله ليس كذلك. Allah subhanahu is above any mind that can contemplate and think how great He is. Allah is al-Azim. Allah is al-Malik, al-Malik, the King. Of kings, the king, the master of the day of judgment, master over all of his creation, the jinn and the ins, the master of all that which you have seen and that which you have not seen. I swear by that which you see and that which you don't even see. Indeed, it is the statement of the blessed messenger. 
referring to the Messenger sallallahu alaihi that shows you how great Rasulullah sallallahu is. Allah, when He swears by something, He swears to show you how great it is and what is to come. How great what is to come. Because when He swore to show you how great Jibril is, He said, فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِالْخُنَّسِ الْجَوَارِ الْكُنَّسِ وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا عَسْعَسِ وَالصُّبْحِ إِذَا تَنَفَّسِ إِنَّهُ لَا قَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ Allah saw by four great aspects of His kingdom. As the sun, as it dies, as it recedes. As the night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by the night. As it envelopes. And that swears by the morning as it breathes. إِنَّهُ لَا قَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ Jibreel alayhi salatu salam. But when he swore, when he showed you how great Rasulullah sallallahu is, he swore by everything. You see, with Jibreel, he swore by four great things of his creation. In sort of taqweer. But to show you how great Rasulullah sallallahu is, he swore by everything. I swear by that which you see, and that which you don't see. That means everything. فَلَا أُقْسِمُ بِمَا تُبْصِرُونَ وَلَا تُبْصِرُونَ إِنَّهُ لَا قَوْلُ رَسُولٍ كَرِيمٍ That's referring to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi as Shaykh Al-Uthaymi rahmullah mentioned when he, when he compared the two verses. So this, the, 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 and if that is how great Rasulullah is, how about Allah? How great Allah is? The Almighty, the one who created us. And He knows best what He has created. In this line, he says, "Aliyun ala datan," and in terms of his essence, because all the verses refer to Allah being above, Allah descending in the lowest heavens, the last third part. Allah descends to the lowest heavens in the last third part of the night. Sharik the Qadi, from the scholars of the Salaf, a group of Mu'tazila, it was said to him. A group of Mu'tazila denied that the believers will see Allah on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And Shariq is thiqa. It's reliable, trustworthy. From the scholars of Ahl sunnah in the best of generations. When it was said to him, a group of Mu'tazila, those who try to use the intellect to reject, and they use it to reject narrations that don't, they don't understand, it was, said to the, it was said to him, a group of Mu'tazila, they deny that the believers will see Allah on the Day of Judgment. And they deny that Allah descends to the lowest heavens in the last third part of the night. So Shariq, the Qadi, the judge, he said, As for us, we take our deen, نَأْخُدُ دِينَنَا مِنْ Ashabi min abna'i ashabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa min as-sahabi. Amma hum, ayna ya'khuduna deenahum. We take our deen from the sons of the sahaba, from the sahaba. Where did they take their deen from? Fantastic statement, beautiful statement. As for us, we take it from the sons of the sahaba, from the sahaba. Where did they take their deen from? Yes, the believers will see Allah. Wujuhum yawma idhin nadirah, ila rabbiha nadirah. On that day, faces will be illuminated, bright, looking towards their Lord in a way which befits His Majesty. We don't know how, but we affirm it. وَأُزْلِفَتِ الْجَنَّةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ هَذَا مَا تُوْعَدُونَ لِكُلِّ أَوَّابٍ حَفِيظٍ Paradise prepared for the believers, for everyone who is awab, who is repentant, and everyone who is hafiz, who protects himself from haram, protects his salawat al-khams, protects his eyes and what they see, protects his ears and what they hear, protects his mouth and what enters it, protects his mouth, his tongue and what he says, with the dhikr of Allah, with the remembrance of Allah, with enjoying good and forbidden evil, away from namima, tail carrying and backbiting, ghiba, and lying and slandering and insulting, protects his jaws and protects between his legs. مَنْ يَضْمُنْ لِي مَا بَيْنَ وَمَا بَيْنَ Whoever guards between his legs and between his jaws, I guarantee for him paradise. He protects that. إِحْفَظِ Guard Allah's duties and Allah will guard you, will protect you, will aid you. إِحْفَظِ 
God Allah's duties and you will find him in front of you aiding you, helping you. وفي رواية أمامك إذا سألت فاسأل الله وإذا استعنت فاستعن بالله When you ask help, ask Allah alone and when you seek help, seek from Allah alone. Hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما يا غلام إني أعلمك كلمات Hadith So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says لكل أواب حفيظ This paradise is for everyone who is awab repent repentant Continuously repentant, asking Allah for forgiveness a hundred times a day, seeking forgiveness after every prayer three times from the Sunnah. Stuff for Allah, stuff for Allah, stuff for Allah. It may be this prayer is deficient. Maybe you missed something. Maybe your mind wandered. Stuff for Allah, stuff for Allah, stuff for Allah. That's the Sunnah at the end of the ibadah. You say istighfar. The Messenger وسلم, at the end of all of his journey. Of da'wah, of ibadah. Akbar. The last thing he said to him was taghfir and seek forgiveness. Because you are in need of Allah. Even after you do the ibadah, that Allah forgives you, that Allah accepts you. Maybe this action I have done is not accepted. So we're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He accepts our actions. فَاسْتَغْفِرْهُ إِنَّهُ كَانَ تَوَّابًا وَأُزْلِفَتِ الْجَنَّةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ It's not far away. Jannah is coming. For those who deserve it, it's there, it's going to be there. Ya Abdullah. May Allah make our graves a garden from the gardens of paradise. Not a pit from the pits of hellfire. It's not far away, Ya Abdullah. In the grave... Fragrance from the fragrance of paradise. Grave being made spacious. Ya Abdullah is not far. Time is coming. And the end is coming near. وَأُزْلِفَتِ الْجَنَّةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ هَذَا مَا تُوْعَدُونَ Yes, this is what you are promised. And Allah, إِنَّ بِعَدَ اللَّهِ حَقٍّ Allah's promise is true. لِكُلِّ أَوَّابٍ حَفِيظٍ Yes, you strove. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he protected it for you. Ahsahu. Nasuh. Lakin ahsahu Allah. Allah protected it for you. Man khashya rahmana bil ghayb. But you fear Allah. For the one who fears Allah in the unseen. When he's alone. When no one's watching him except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He knows what is in our hearts. He knows what we feel. He knows what we desire. He knows what we hope. He knows who we rely upon. He knows whether we're sincere. He knows our love. Who do we love the most? Who do we hate the most? He knows, he knows our hope. مَنْ خَشِيَ الرَّحْمَانَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَجَاءَ بِقَلْبٍ مُنِيبٍ And he comes to Allah with a heart that is repentant. Continuously repenting. Inaba. هَذَا مَا تُوْعَدُونَ لِكُلِّ أَوَّابٍ حَفِيظٍ مَنْ خَشِيَ الرَّحْمَانَ بِالْغَيْبِ وَجَاءَ بِقَلْبٍ مُنِيبٍ اُدْخُلُوهَا بِسَلَامٍ How beautiful that is, Ya Abdullah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who are said, said to اُدْخُلُوهَا بِسَلَامٍ هَذَا يَوْمُ الْوَعِيدِ هَذَا يَوْمُ الْخُلُودِ لَهُمْ مَا يَشَاءُنَ فِيهَا they will have whatever they desire in it. And they will have something extra. And Ibn Abbas said, something extra is seeing Allah on the Day of Judgment. Now, and there are many proofs proving that the believers will see Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is qareebun Mujib in this line of number eleven. Qaribun mujibun bil wara mutawaddidu. Al wara here means creation, the human beings, bin nas. Mutawaddidu. Qaribun. Wida sa'alaka ibadi anni, fa inni qarib ujibu da'wata da'i ida da'an. When my servant asks of me, then I am close. I answer the caller when he calls, when he supplicates. Fal yastajibuli. 
So let them answer my call. Well, you be and believe in me correctly. That they may gain a rushd, enlightenment to do good deeds. Shaykh, Shaykh, the Imam Ibn al-Qayyim said, from the conditions of your dua to be accepted, because this dua, this ayah is, a, is proof that we call upon Allah and He will answer us from the conditions that He will answer you and He will give you what you ask for is the correct aqeedah. Because He said, well, you bi, And they believe in me correctly. Correct aqeedah. Yes, we call to tawheed. Day and night. Call to ikhlas. Call to the aqeedah salima. As-sahiha. In Allah and His angels and His books and His messengers. And the last day and the pre-decree good and bad. Because this is what is heavy on the scales on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. The heaviest on your scales. And the proof is, Shaykh Rabbi says, is the hadith al-bitaqah. A man will have 99 scrolls of bad deeds. One scroll is as, as, as far as the eyes can see of bad deeds. Will be put on one side of the scale. On the other side of the scale, a card will be brought out and it is La ilaha illallah. Kalimat al-Tawheed. Your ikhlas. But you got bad deeds. Your ikhlas, your tawheed will outweigh all those 99 scrolls of bad deeds. That's why the people of tawheed have hope. The people of tawheed have hope. The people of ikhlas have hope. If they fall into sin, they turn into to repentance. And he said, in line number 11, mutawaddidu, alwadudu, it's from Allah's names, the loving. He loves that you come to Him. He loves that you call upon Him. He loves that you cry and you humble yourself to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. The loving. And He loves to guide you. Yuridullahu bikumul yusr. He loves ease for you. Wala yuridu bikumul usr. Nor does He want hardship for you. Allah loves the khayrat, the good deeds. And those who come to him, you come to Allah, a hand span, he comes to you, an arm's length, as the messenger wasallam said. And whoever comes to Allah, an arm's length, Allah comes to you, ba' ba' is two arms stretched out from palm to palm. You come to Allah, arm's length, he comes to you, one ba' Subhanallah. You come to Allah, he comes to you even closer. In line number 12, He is Al-Hay, the perfect living. Wal-Qayyumu, the self-subsisting. Dhul-Judi, the possessor of all generosity and perfect generosity. And we mentioned the hadith by Abu Nu'aym in his Hilya which is authentic, which is sahih. And that is, إِنَّ اللَّهَ جَوَّادٌ وَيُحِبُّ الْجُودٌ Allah is generous and He loves generosity. Being kind to others. The upper hand is better than the lower hand. Inviting others. Look at the hadith of Abdullah ibn Salam. Radiyallahu anhu, a Jew who became a Muslim. Just by looking at the face of Rasulullah sallam, he became a Muslim. He, when he met the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He said, I know this face is not a face of someone who lies. Just by looking at Rasulullah's face. Allahu Akbar. And he said, the first thing I learned from Rasulullah is when he advised me, أَفْشُ السَّلَامُ وَأَطْعِمُ الطَّعَامُ وَصَلُّ بِالنَّاسِ وَصَلُّ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّاسُ النِّيَامِ Give salam to each other. Bring love. Give salam to each other. Feed each other. وَأَطْعِمُ الطَّعَامُ Subhanallah, it goes a long way. It goes a long way being kind to others. It goes a long way. كَمَا تُدِينْ تُدَانْ As you are, is how Allah will treat you. How you treat others. As Ibn Al-Qayyim mentioned in Wabil Al-Sayyib, if you are rafiq, kind, rahim, gentle, rahim, merciful, and you are gentle, Allah will be kind and merciful and gentle to you. But if you are harsh, if you are harsh, 
stern that people will run away from you. Ya Aisha tu, ma kan rifku fi shay illa zana, wa ma yunzau rifku min shay illa shana. Or Aisha, radiyallahu anha, whenever gentleness is mixed with an action, or is combined with an action, then it beautifies the action. And whenever it is removed from an action, then the action is disfigured. Is disfigured. So being gentle with others, inviting others, being good to your guests, from iman, from those who believe in Allah in the last day, فَالْيُكْرِمْ Being good to your guests, being good to your neighbor, Muslim and non-Muslim, being good, kind to the young, to your children. The Messenger said, كَفَى إِثْمًا It is enough sin for a person that he discards those under his responsibility. They will be on your neck on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. You will be questioned about your children. Questioned about those who have rights over you. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ لِكُلِّ مِنْ مِنْهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ شَأْنٌ يُغْنِيهِ Shaykh Ibn Baz rahimahullah said, Look at these that are mentioned in this verse. A person will run away from his brother. On Yawm Al-Qiyamah, run away from his brother. And his mother and father, and his spouse, or her spouse, and children. Shaykh Baz, he said, Shaykh uh, al sorry, he said, Rahimahullah, he said, because why these are mentioned? That you run away from them and they will run away from you. Why? Because the ones who have the most right over you are your family, are your children. Your wife, your mother and your father, your brother and your sister, they have the most right on you. So you are scared that they will ask for your rights. Allahu Akbar. You're scared. Your mother will say you didn't say you didn't do this. You said off to me. Your wife will say maybe you, you didn't fulfill the rights to Allah. Everyone is to himself, Yom Al-Qiyamah. Everyone is afraid. They want deeds. And you run away from each other, scared that they will ask for your for their rights. Your children, my Abi left me. My father left me. He didn't even do aqiqah for me. Sallallahu He didn't even look after me. He didn't clothe me. He didn't shelter me. He didn't feed me. He left me scattered. Sallallahu He didn't educate me. He didn't teach me. Yes. min wa and that verse explains it because everyone is concerned with, what him, with himself, with his own affair. And the scholars mentioned that all of the sifat, all of the Sifat al-Dhatiyya go back to al-Hay. Go back to the name al-Hay. All the Sifat al-Dhatiyya. All of the attributes in terms of his essence. Go back to the name al-Hay. Because Allah is the perfect living. And all the Sifat al-Fi'liyya, they go back to the name al-Qayyum. Because Allah is self-subsisting. He does what he wills and is not in need of anyone to exist. Everyone's in need of him to exist. Dhul Judi, the possessor of generosity. And all of the praiseworthy attributes are referred to Allah. And we missed Wal Ghani. That Allah is Al Ghani. He is rich and we are the ones who are poor and destitute. In line number 13, His knowledge has encompassed all of creation. Allah knows all the affairs.
And then he said, أَحَاطَ بِكُلِّ الْخَلْقِ عِلْمًا وَقُدْرَةً And Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Sabah, verse 3, لَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْهُ مِثْقَالُ ذَرَّةٍ فِي السَّمَوَاتِ وَلَا فِي الْأَرْضِ That nothing, not even an, at, an, an, an ant's weight, an ant, the smallest thing that you can think of, مِثْقَالُ ذَرَّةٍ In weight, whether it is in the heavens or in the earth, it is not hidden from Allah. لَا يَعْزُبُ عَنْهُ he knows what happened before and what is happening now and what will happen if it were to happen. And in the manner of how it would happen if it would have happened. Allah created the seven, heaven, seven heavens and the earth similar to them. يَتَنَزَّلُ الْأَمْرُ بَيْنَهُنَّ لِتَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ The command of Allah occurs and is fulfilled regarding what transpires in the heavens and the earth such that you may know that Allah is able to do all things وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ أَحَاطَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عِلْمًا And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala His knowledge encompasses everything Not as Zakir Naik said a thousand things Allah can't do This is not good manners with Allah this is not good manners with Allah. Wallahu ala kulli shay'in qadir. There is no verse Allah can't do. A'udhu billah. This is not good manners. A thousand things Allah can't do. And then he goes on to say Allah can't lie. Allah can't. This is not how we speak about Allah. Because when we say Allah ala kulli shay'in qadir, we say ma yaliqu bi jalalih. That which is befitting his majesty and his honor. And this shows you those who don't study the deen of Allah. The aqeed al-sahiha. And how to speak about Allah with good manners, which they should learn from Ahlul Ilm, they should not speak about the deen of Allah. Don't go into that which you have no knowledge. The hearing, the sight, and the hearts, all of it, the person is going to be questioned over. Don't speak about Allah without knowledge. And Allah said, وَأَن تَقُولُ عَلَى اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ and that you speak about Allah without knowledge. So if your area of study is the Bible, stick to that. And don't enter affairs which are, which will make you, uh, which will make you regret. The deen of Allah is not cheap. It's not about dazzling lights and about the numbers. It's not about play and amusement. وَمَا هُوَ بِالْهَزَلِ it's not a joke. Deen of Allah is heavy. Speaking about Allah is heavy. That we don't speak about Allah except that which is befitting His great majesty. And Allah ala kulli shayin qadir. Allah is able indeed to do all things befitting His great majesty. Line number 14. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees all of His creation. وَيَسْمَعُ أَصْوَاتَ الْعِبَادِ وَيَشْهَدُ And he hears the sounds of his servants and he, is bear, and he bears witness. قُلْ أَيُّ شَيْءٍ أَكْبَرُ الشَّهَادَةِ قُلِ اللَّهِ Who is greater or the greatest in bearing witness over what you have done? قُلِ اللَّهِ Say it is Allah. شَهِيدٌ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَكُمْ a bearer of witness between you and me. He knows all that we have done. And we call us to account. قُلْ أَيُّ شَيْءٍ أَكْبَرُ الشَّهَادَةِ قُلِ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ Nothing is hidden from him. From his sight and his hearing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees all things. That's why the, the Maliki scholar, Ibn Abi Zayd, the Maliki scholar, Al-Qahtani, he said, وَإِذَا خَلَوْتَ بِرِيبَةٍ فِي ظَلْمَةٍ وفي ظلمة والنفس تدعو إلى الطغيان فاستحي من نظر إله وقل لها إن الذي خلق الظلام يراني and when you are alone and you're in the darkness and the soul is inclined to transgression to doing haram then be shy from the sight of your Lord for the one who created the darkness that you're in is watching you 
is watching you. So we need to be shy. We need to have modesty. Not just for the people. Yes, we wear the clothes, cover our aura, yes. But be shy in front of Allah. The one who gave us life. The one who will cause us to die. The one who will return to. Be shy. سَوَاءٌ مِّنْكُمْ مَنْ أَصَرَّ الْقَوْلَ وَمَنْ جَهْرَ بِهِ Whether you outwardly speak loudly or you secretly speak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of that. Surah Al-Ra'd verse 10. All of it is the same for Allah. The secret and the apparent. يَعْلَمُ خَائِنَةَ الْأَعْيُنُ وَمَا تُخْفِي الصُّدُورِ He knows the deception in the eyes of the deceiver and what the hearts contain. And look at Khawla radiallahu anha. She complained about her husband when he did dihar. When he said dihar, that you're, you are like my mother, or the back of my mother, meaning you are haram for me. And this is not allowed to say that. This is a, not a good statement. And she complained, Khawla complained to the Messenger sallallahu And Aisha was in the room. But Aisha could only hear inaudible words. Yani words, she knows there were some words, some discussion, but she couldn't pinpoint the words. But Allah heard it from above the seven heavens. قَدْ سَمِعَ اللَّهُ قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا Indeed Allah has heard the woman who complained about her husband. وَتَشْتَكِي إِلَى اللَّهِ She pleads to Allah. وَاللَّهُ يَسْمَعُ تَحَوْرَكُمَا And Allah hears your discussion. إِنَّ اللَّهَ سَمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ سَمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ Allah is all hearing or the perfect hearing and the perfect scene. Line number 15. لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَالْحَمْدُ الْمُحِيطُ بِمُلْكِهِ To Allah belongs the mulk, the dominion. تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ الْمُلْكُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ So it's mulk. Glory be to him, whose hands is the, the mulk. Whose hand is the mulk. And Allah has two right hands. And they are generous hands that give and give and give to his slaves, to his servants, to his worshippers. To him belongs the perfect dominion. Nobody is able to, to overcome Allah. Nobody is able to escape Allah from his dominion. And all praise and everything praises Allah. Naam, his kingdom, his kingdom, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is muhit over his kingdom. He has full control over all of his kingdom. In the kingdom in the oceans, in the depths of darkness in the oceans, kingdom in the, in the, on land, whether it is on the mountains, high up in the mountains or in the valleys, kingdom in the, in the skies above, the kingdom above, even over these skies of stars and galaxies and Milky Ways, and all that which we have not even seen. Allahu Akbar. Allah has full authority, full awareness, and controls His kingdom. To Him belongs the creation and the command. Compare that to the Rafid Shia, who say that their 12 Imams have the knowledge of the unseen and they can come deal with your affairs. They are able to deal with your affairs. Or the Sufi Brilvis who make stories about their peers that they claim know the unseen. They claim know the unseen. These stories, one after the other, clearly showing you that they have given others besides Allah Knowledge of the unseen. Others besides Allah, the dominion and the kingdom and authority. Where the kingdom belongs to Allah. They have become partners with Allah. Competing with Allah in His kingdom. And for them is a grievous punishment. Wallahi's stories, you read it in that Brilvi book. And you see stories where, whereby the peers, the so-called saints... Claim to know the unseen. Claim to, to have control of the affairs. When the affairs belong to Allah. 
له الملك والحمد المحيط بملكه وحكمته العظمى بها الخلق تشهد and no doubt his wisdom is great Allah is the all wise his commands and his forbiddance are befitting his great majesty as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said وتمت كلمة ربك صدقا وعدلا the, the words of your Lord have been completed with truth and justice قال ابن كثير صدقا في الأخبار وعدلا في الأوامر والنواهي truth in terms of the news that has reached us is truth is حق and just in terms of commanding and forbidding everything that Allah has commanded is just everything that is forbidden is just وحكمته العظمى and Shaykh Al-Athaymi added on this that there are some wisdom we may not know the reason behind it because our deen is not based upon aql some things we may come to know some things we do not know if our deen was built upon aql we would have wiped the lower part of the hoofs of the socks not the top, top part as Ali radiallahu said this deen is not opinion this deen is ittiba as Ibn Umar radiallahu said to the man who said in my he said my opinion in my opinion Ibn Umar radiallahu anhu said to him, radiallahu anhu said to him, اجعل رأيك في اليمن. Leave it far away from us. Leave it in Yemen. Don't bring it here. In another wording he said, اجعل رأيك في جيبك. Leave your opinion in your pocket. In another wording he said, اجعل رأيك في كوكب كذا. Leave your opinion on such and such star or planet. Far away from us. Deen is not a business built upon opinion. This deen is ittiba'ah. اتبعوا ولا تبتدعوا فقد كفيتم follow and do not innovate you have been preceded you have been precise uh, sufficed as Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu said اتبعوا ما أنزل إليكم من ربكم ولا تتبعوا من دون أولياء follow that which has been revealed to you from your Lord and do not follow others besides that even if they are awliya who had made mistakes we don't follow them in their mistakes if he's a alim and he made a mistake, we don't follow him in the mistake. اتبعوا ما أنزل إليكم من ربكم Line number 16 ونشهد أن الله ينزل في الدجا كما قاله المبعوث بالحق أحمد And we testify, we, we, we bear witness that Allah descends في الدجا in the darkness, meaning the last third part of the night just as the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم has said and that is in the authentic hadith. يَنزِلُ رَبُّنَا تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَ كُلَّ لَيْلَةٍ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا Your Lord descends to the lowest heavens every night. حِينَ يَبْقَى ثُلُثُ الْلَيْلِ الْآخِرِ When third part is left of the night. فَيَقُولُ مَنْ يَدْعُونِ فَأَسْتَجِيبَ لَهِ And he says, who is supplicating to me that I may answer him? مَنْ يَسْأَلُنِ فَأُعْطِيَهِ Who is asking of me that I may give him? مَنْ يَسْتَغْفِرُنِ فَأَغْفِرَ لَهِ who is seeking forgiveness of me that I, I may forgive him? Hadith in Bukhari. Line number 17. وَنَشْهَدُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ أَرْسَلَ رُسْلَهُ بِآيَاتِهِ لِلْخَلْقِ تَهْدِي وَتُرْشِدُ And we testify that Allah subhanahu wa has sent His messengers. What did the messengers say? Allah said, Allah said, إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ جَمِيعًا I am the messenger of Allah to all of you, to all nations. So what is this call? Da'wah jahiliyyah then. You find some people who say that, oh, you know, we, 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 we are, we're going to give da'wah to our own people. We're going to, we don't need the scholars. We don't need the scholars because that's their context. Saudi Arabia is their context. But we in America, we're dealing with our own social ills. Huh? These nationalist partisan Individuals, if you wonder what they learned in Medina when they were there, what did they learn? When they are trying to separate you from the scholars of Al Sunnah, and they say that, oh, we have our own situation, our own social ills. People, and one of them said, it's, they think that Tawheed or Usul Talada is gonna just, everything is just gonna be all alright just by teaching Tawheed. It shows you you haven't understood Tawheed. You need ikhlas in everything, Ya Abdullah. Allah yahdik. With ikhlas, with tawheed, 
Yes, Allah will shower you with His mercy. Yes, Allah will open doors for you. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make a way out for you. Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make you sufficient, self-sufficient. Yes, Allah will make you fir- your feet firmly rooted upon the ground. What is this da'wah al-jahiliyyah? Now we have real, we have our own scholars who are looking like our own kind. Da'wah jahiliyyah, the da'wah of racism. What kind? That you only accept from someone from your own kind. Someone who is black like you. Or someone who is only white like you. You only accept that. Or someone who is uh, Asian like you. Or Somali like you. Or Moroccan like you. No, this is not. This is da'wah jahiliyyah. When the Ansar said, Ya Ansar. And the Muhajirun said, Ya Muhajirun. The Prophet ﷺ said, Da'wah jahiliyyah. The Prophet ﷺ, He made brotherhood between the uh, uh, factions of the Ansar. The tribes of the Ansar. Made brotherhood between the Muhajirun and Ansar. He got them together upon Ukhuwa. Innama al-mu'minuna ikhwa. The believers are brothers. They are brothers. And the difference between you and another person is taqwa. Inna akramakum and Allah atqakum. The ones who are the most honorable in the sight of Allah are the most fearing, God-fearing, the most pious. That is what is important. Not that all we want scholars of our own kind. We had scholars in Medina who were black and white and of different color. It's not an issue. Sheikh Hamad al-Ansari, the teacher of teachers, for all the way from Mali, bringing his library on his back, traveling all the way to Medina. Allahu Akbar. He was a scholar in Mali before he even reached Medina. When he reached Medina, he's an alim. And he was raised, scholars learnt under him. And he was black, it's not an issue about color. Sheikh Muhammad Amin al-Shanqiti, all the way from Mauritania, alim, a mufassir of Quran. And he taught Sheikh, he taught Sheikh al-Uthaymi rahimahullah. Sheikh al-Uthaymi rahimahullah said, I entered the classroom and I see this individual who looked very simple. Very simple. He said, and he wondered, he said, I've left Qasim. And the, the teachers in Qasim, and I've come here for this simple man. He's thinking in his mind. And he said, when he opened his mouth to teach, I couldn't find a scholar like that. How great he was in tafsir, and how great he was in the Arabic language, and vast in the sunnah. Muhammad Amin al-Shanqiti, all the way from Mauritania, it wasn't about color, or my people. It was about tawheed and sunnah. Muhammad, Sheikh Muhammad Aman al-Jami rahimullah, all the way from Ethiopia coming to teach in Masjid al-Nabawi the place where Prophet taught the place where Jabir taught the place where Imam Malik rahimullah taught and he came all the way from Ethiopia the scholars told us it's not about color it's about deen if you have ilm Allah will raise you Sheikh Muhammad Taqiyyad-Din al-Hilali, rahimullah, all the way from Morocco, coming all the way to Medina. Language like you've not seen it before. Lugha Arabiya, Fasih, writing lines of poetry. He wrote lines of poetry, praising Sheikh Ben Baz, rahimullah. And he printed it, and Sheikh Ben Baz became upset. He said, don't ever praise me. Don't ever praise me. It was about love for the sunnah. It wasn't about praising each other. It was about love for the sunnah. But they loved each other for Allah's sake. And many, many scholars, many scholars who taught the sunnah and they come from different countries. And Sheikh Muhammad al-Banna, rahimullah, Egyptian. He was poor in Egypt, in Cairo. But he was friends with the best of the people. Sheikh Hamid Faqih. From Ansar al-Sunnah. And Shaykh Abdurazzaq al-Afifi. From Ansar al-Sunnah. When Shaykh Abdurazzaq al-Afifi went to, to Saudi Arabia, he became the deputy to Shaykh bin Baz, rahimahullah. The deputy, the mufti deputy. Or the deputy mufti. And they were looking for teachers for the Mahad in Riyadh. And they, and Shaykh Abdurazzaq said there is a there is a teacher in Cairo, his name Muhammad Al-Banna, rahimahullah. 
advise you that he is good. You can benefit from him. And Sheikh Muhammad Khalil Harras, from the teachers, the explainers of Al-Wasatiyah, which is printed in Medina, he was in uh, Egypt. So they were together. Sheikh Abdurazak Afifi, Sheikh Muhammad Al-Banna, and Sheikh Muhammad Khalil Harras, and Sheikh Hamid Faqi, Rahimahumallah Jami'an. And then, they were chosen to teach and to clarify the deen coming from Egypt. It wasn't a matter about color or, or my people, your people. Da'u jahiliyyah. It was about deen. It was about knowing tafsir of Quran. It was about knowing sunnah. It was about knowing clarification of the deen. So what is da'wa jahiliyyah? That these individuals, you can see, the more they speak, the more they go astray. And that one who said that, he said, also, uh, you can give money to the Sufi mosque. You see? MashaAllah. Doesn't matter how they spend it. What is this? Aiding the people of bid'ah. Allah says, ta'awanu ala al-birri wa taqwa wa la ta'awanu ala al-ithmi wa al-udwan. Cooperate with one another with birr, with piety, with righteousness and piety. Not about sin and transgression. So what is this da'wah jahiliyyah that they call to? Ulama, Sheikh Muhammad al-Banna, rahimahullah, when he got the knock on the door while he's in Egypt, opened the door, he found a letter, you have been chosen to teach in the Mahad in Medina, in Riyadh. And he said to me, Wallah, he said, I don't know why they chose me. I'm simple, but why did they choose me? That's from his humility. Subhanallah. Ulama. They're the ones Allah raises. Not the arrogant ones. Speak about Allah's deen without knowledge. Who try to divide the ummah. And they're the ones who are monopolizing the people with their own uh, with their own backgrounds. They're the ones who are monopolizing. Alhamdulillah, we didn't fall that low to monopolize. Da'wah is for all. For all colors. And for all cultures. Da'wah to Tawheed wa Sunnah is for all. No discrimination. Umar anhu, he put Abza, a slave, in charge of Makkah to teach the people because he was the most knowledgeable of Quran. He was the most knowledgeable of Quran. So he chose him to be uh, to, to rule to, to, uh, uh, to be in charge with the affairs of Makkah. And the Rasul when he heard Abu Dar Al-Ghifari say to Bilal you son of a black woman the Prophet said you still have jahiliyyah in you. And, and look at the tawbah of Abu Dar Ghifari. Look at the tawbah. Put his head on the ground. And he said, By Allah, I will not remove it until Bilal steps over my head. Sahaba, the tawbah that they had was so great. I will not remove it until Bilal steps over my head. He doesn't want any of that in his heart. He wants his heart to be pure and clean. Heart to be upon tawbah. And it was the best people, the sahaba radiallahu So the messengers, yes they came and they were sent. And they were sent to all. The messengers was sent to all people. And each messenger before him was sent to his people. But Rasulullah was sent to all of mankind. وَنَشَهَدُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ أَرْسَلَ رُسْلَهُ بِآيَاتِهِ لِلْخَلْقِ تَهْدِي وَتُرْشِدُ With his ayat. Each one with his ayat. With his signs. And the Messenger brought the Qur'an for us from Allah. And he clarified it to us. But guidance belongs to Allah. Guidance belongs to Allah. Number 18. وَفَاضَلَ بَيْنَ الرُّسْلِ وَالْخَلْقِ كُلِّهِمْ بِحِكْمَتِهِ جَلَّ الْعَظِيمُ الْمُوَحَّدُ Yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَاضَلَ بَيْنَ الرُّسُلِ There are some messengers who are better than others and it doesn't mean that the others have any deficiency in them. It means that Allah has raised some over others like the Ulul Azm 
the prophets of firm resolve. The five, Noah alayhi salatu salam, Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam, Musa alayhi salatu salam, Isa alayhi salatu salam, and the messengers alayhi salam. Tilka rusul faddalna ba'dhum ala ba'd. But they are, they have the same call. They call is one. لَأَنُفَرِّقُ بَيْنَ أَحَدٍ مِنْ رُسُلِهِ We do not separate between any of the messengers in terms of their call. So their call is one. But Allah subhanahu has raised some of others and the messengers being the best of them. بِحِكْمَتِهِ By his wisdom جَلَّ الْعَظِيمُ الْمَوَحَّدُ Honorable and exalted he is the one who deserves to be worshipped alone. And in line, in the next line, which is line number 19, فَأَفْضَلُ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَالسَّمَعِ نَبِيُّ الْهُدَى وَالْعَالَمِينَ مُحَمَّدُ So the best of the creation of Allah upon the earth and in the heavens is the messenger, the prophet of guidance, وَالْعَالَمِينَ and all of creation, and that is Muhammad Why is it in the in the previous scriptures, Muhammad's name was Ahmed. Why wasn't it Muhammad? Shaykh Al-Uthaymiyyah says, because Isa was told, there's a prophet coming after you, his name is Ahmed. Because Ahmed was an Af'al, Af'dal. In Arabic, it means the best one who is praised. Signifying there is a prophet after Isa who's going to be better than him. And that's why in the previous scriptures his name was Ahmed. Ahmed. Naam, that's from his names. And Muhammad, the one who is continuously praised. Yes, he's praised. In Allah wa malaikatu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Send salah upon the Messenger And that is, we find there isn't anyone on the face of this earth who is praised like the Messenger from his creation. Always sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In our salawat, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. Allahu Akbar. When we read hadith, that's why the Ahl hadith are the best people. Not the Ahl hadith of this country, bid'ah, the ones that cooperate with innovation, innovators. And the one who cooperate with because of money. Not those al hadith. The ones who watered down the deen of Allah, bringing magicians to do, bringing people to do magic tricks in their masjid. This is not al hadith. Al hadith is about ittiba. It's about following and obeying the messengers of Allah. Not compromising your deen with storytellers and show and for entertainment. فَأَفْضَلُ الْخَلْقِ فَأَفْضَلُ خَلْقِ اللَّهِ No doubt is the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The best of creation. And many scholars have mentioned that. And also Hafiz al-Hakimi mentioned that in his lines of poetry regarding the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَأَنَّ خَيْرَ خَلْقِهِ مُحَمَّدًا You see? He said that. وَأَنَّ خَيْرَ خَلْقِهِ مُحَمَّدًا مَنْ جَاءَنَا بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ وَالْهُدَى رَسُولٌ إِلَى جَمِيعِ الْخَلْقِ بِالْهُدَى وَالنُّورِ وَدِينِ الْحَقِّ صَلَّ عَلَيْهِ رَبُّنَا وَمَجَّدًا وَآلِي وَالآلِي وَصَحْبِ Praising him that he's the best of the creation, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Ibn Taymiyyah said, Muhammadun Afdalu Rusul bittifaq al-Muslimin. The best of the messengers by ittifaq, by consensus of the Muslim, Muslims. Line number 20, وَخَصَّلَهُ الرَّحْمَانُ أَصْحَابَهُ الْأُلَى أَقَامُ الْهُدَى وَالدِّينَ حَقًّا وَمَهَّدُ and Allah Azawajal has specified, the Rahman has specified companions for the Messenger وسلم, who established guidance and the deen with truth and they prepared. They prepared us. What is guidance? They follow the guide. They are the best of the people. The best people is my generation. Then them to come after them, then them to come after them. He didn't say khayru qurun. As many of the khutaba, uh, they say on Friday, khayru qurooni qarni. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. 
الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified the Sahaba radiallahu anhu to be his companions. And in the narration of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, Allah looked into the hearts of the servants and chose the heart of Rasulullah sallallahu to be the best of the hearts of the servants. And he chose him as his messenger. And thereafter he looked into the hearts of the servants and chose the Sahaba's hearts to be the best of the hearts of this ummah after the Messenger Sallallahu and chose him, chose them for his companions. And they were the best people. Khairun Nas. No one can even reach their level. لو أن أحدكم تصدق بأحد ذهبا ما بلغ مد أحدهم ولا نصيفة If any one of you to give charity the size of Uhud in gold, you will not be able to reach even a mud, a measure of two pounds put together of whatever that is given in charity, not even half of that. And Shaykh Rabbiya adds in his explanation of Surah Sunnah that is considering they have done they have done only a mud of good deeds. <coughs> How about their striving, their hijrah, their memorizing the Quran, their clarification, their understanding, their da'wah, their how how many uhds you need to reach their level? You will not be able to reach their level. The Sahaba are the best people, Khairun Nas. Naam. They establish guidance and the deen of Allah haqqan. And the deen of Allah true, truly. And the hadith which clarifies this beautifully is the hadith which is in Jami' Tirmidhi, which is Sahih. And that is not that Allah humri'an sami'a maqalati fawa'aha wa addaha kama sami'aha. Allah brightens the face of a person. For here's my statement. And he fawa'aha. He memorizes and understands it, as Ibn Athir said, and he conveyed it. It may be that the one who carries the knowledge carries it to one who is more knowledgeable than him or more has more understanding than him. And this hadith, Sheikh Abbad, he mentioned that this hadith proves that Allah brightens the face of a person, first and foremost, the Sahaba, because they're the ones who carried this deen. They're the ones who understood this deen. They're the ones who memorized the sunnah, memorized the Quran. So they're the ones whose faces are brightened. They prepared themselves and they prepared others who came after them with what is the path of salvation. So Quran and sunnah and ijma'. Quran and sunnah and ijma'. When the sahaba unite, they can, it's impossible they unite and oppose the sunnah. As Shaykh Rahmanullah said, in Al-Usul bin Ilm Al-Usul, it is impossible for Sahaba to unite and they oppose the Sunnah. Quran and Sunnah and Ijma' is, Ijma' is deen. Ummati la ala dalala. My Ummah will not unite upon misguidance. But you see all these misguided individuals calling and they call you away from the way of Sahaba. They call you to their opinion. Like Haytham Haddad in London calls you to demonstrations. Let's go out on a march and demonstrate. For what? To... to so that Jamaat Tabliq can have a big masjid, the biggest masjid in London. Why are you demonstrating for, the, for, for a bid'ah anyway, for an innovation, for innovation to be spread? 
Jama'at tabligh is upon innovation. The da'wah is not built upon tawheed, built upon the pillar of, uh, the main pillar. Not fadal al-amal. Fadal al-amal is extra voluntary acts. But the, before that is the obligations, obligatory duties to be upon tawheed, to be upon sunnah, to clarify the belief, the correct belief in Allah, in His beautiful names and attributes, heavy on the scales of al qiyamah They don't want to clarify that. They say, brother, brother, don't split the ummah. Don't split the ummah. The ummah is already split. And it will continue to split upon ignorance. We don't stop the people from learning. Educate the people. But what you don't have, you can't give. Faqid shay la yu'ti. And that is the problem. What you don't have, you can't give. That's why Sheikh Albani, rahimullah, said, this is a jama'ah sufiya asriya. And you're defending them, Haytham Haddad, and claim to be a student of Sheikh Ben Baz, rahimullah. Sheikh Ben Baz is free from you, free from this action. Sheikh Ben Baz, rahimullah, did not defend bid'ah. Nor did he aid bid'ah. Innovations upon innovations. Brothers, let's go 40 days, let's go 4 months. I'm going to leave my children and go 4 months. Abadan. Allah says, Quran fusakum wa ahlikum nara. Save yourself and your family whose fuel is men and stone. From a fire whose fuel is men and stone. And what are you going to teach in those four months? Aqeedah, Tawheed. Or how to sleep and how to eat. This is not from the Sunnah to start with this. We start with Tawheed and Aqeedah. And how to pray. When Shaykh Muhammad al-Banna rahimullah went and to teach them, they said, no, no, no. Just tell them to pray. Don't tell them how to pray. We don't have this. And he has a march. He joins in a march. So that Hizb al-Tahrir are not banned. Sallallahu alayhi wa Hizb al-Tahrir, this political group, which is not based upon Sunnah. Rather, they are the following followers of Taqiyadin Nabhani, who used to reject hadith for because of his aql, because of his intellect. May Allah protect us from that. So all of that you see is away from what the Prophet called to. Prophet called to ibadah, tawheed and sunnah. He didn't call to bid'ah. He abhorred bid'ah. And he warned against bid'ah before even it appeared. Number 22, وَمِنْ قَوْلِ أَهْلِ الْحَقِّ أَنَّ كَلَامَهُ هُوَ اللَّفْضُ وَالْمَعْنَ جَمِيعًا مُجَوَّدُ The speech, Ahl-Sunnah say the speech of Allah is true. And it's that which is written and its meaning. All of that is true. And that which is recited all of that is from Allah. Allah said, وَكَلَّمَ Musa, وَكَلَّمَ اللَّهُ مُوسَى تَكْلِيمًا And Allah spoke to Musa with speech. And Allah said, وَإِنْ سَجَارَكَ أَحَدٌ مِنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ فَأَجِرُهُ حَتَّى يَسْمَعَ كَلَامَ اللَّهِ And one of the polities seek your shelter, give it to them, that they may hear the speech of Allah. So clear verses, showing you clearly the speech of Allah is true. And the dua we say in the morning, I seek refuge with the complete words of your Lord from all evil that he has created. This is proof that the speech of Allah is not created. How? Because we seek refuge with the complete words of Allah. Seeking refuge is an act of ibadah. And you can't do that to something which is created. There's clear proof. Line number 23. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The words of Allah are not created. Rather, the speech of Allah is amjad. Naam is vast. If the oceans were used as ink to write the speech of Allah, then the oceans would be exhausted before the speech of Allah is exhausted. No. Before the speech of Allah is exhausted. That is line. What line are we on? Huh? 20? 24. 24. That the good and the evil, we testify, we believe 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates the action of good and the action of evil for us to choose. وَالْعَبْدُ يَسْعَ وَيَجْهَدُ The servant he chooses, which one he's going to follow? The good or the bad? But Allah creates the action and you choose. وَهَدَيْنَاهُ النَّجْدَيْنِ And we have guided them to the two paths. Either the path, فَرِيقٌ بِالْجَنَّةِ أو فَرِيقٌ بِالسَّعِيرِ Which path are you going to choose? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He aids us and He guides us to the Sirat al-Mustaqeem, the path of Jannah, Jannah al-Firdaus. path is not easy. There are obstacles. But we have to strive. We have to pick ourselves up. We have to call upon Allah. We have to be sincere. And we have to guard our prayers. If you guard your prayers, Allah will protect you from desires. فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ أَضَاعُوا الصَّلَاءُ وَاتَّبَعُوا شَهَوَاتِ فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّةِ A people came after them and they neglected their prayers. And consequently, they fell into desires. Sheikh Salif Ozan said, it is inevitable it's going to happen. If you are not caring over your prayers, don't protect your prayers, then inevitably, you're going to follow your desires. And where will that lead you? So we need to guard our prayers. حافظوا على الصلوات والصلاة الوسطى وقوموا لله قانتين Guard the prayers, especially the middle prayer and stand up for Allah Stand up for Allah in prayer قانتين Continuous in your prayer Enjoying in your, enjoying your prayer Loving your prayer The last words of Rasulullah from his last words are As-salah As-salah the prayer, the prayer, and those under your responsibility. Qala Shaykh Abbad, look how Allah mentioned, the, the Prophet mentioned the rights of Allah and the rights of the people before he died. Umar ibn Khattab, before he died, and he was stabbed by the Majusi, and he's on his deathbed, and blood is seeping out from his stomach, from his belly, and from the wounds. And what is he concerned of? The salah. Has the salah been established? Has the supply been procured? And he said, لا خير في إسلام من لا خير في إسلام من من ترك الصلاة There is no لا خير في إسلام من ترك الصلاة There is no good for a person who discards the prayer. So guard the prayer, enjoy the prayer. أرحنا بها يا بلال جعلت قرة عيني في الصلاة The coolness of my eyes is in the prayer, loving the salah, enjoying the salah, prolonging the salah. Praying as if it's your last prayer. Sallu salatam wadi'in. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those who love the salah. Alladheenahum an salatihim da'imun. Continuous in their prayer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it the, the best prayer that we live this life having fulfilled that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with. I'll say the word of Allah. I'll say the word of Allah. I'll say the word of Allah.